0: whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Halo, Halo, Sacred Icon listeners. I am back with Halo Guy for a episode four of of lore, and today we're going to talk about something that uh, we, we've been kind of talking about for a little bit, we thought would be interesting. Um, what were our Halo Infinite predictions, pre- predominantly for the story, the the direction of Halo Infinite, because for a long time, uh, we didn't really have much to go off of. We had the, the 2018 announcement, and then we had the the 2019 um, like cutscene with the, with the pilot, which even with the pilot, that really didn't do too much to add to The the theories. I mean, I guess it did, actually. We'll we'll get into that. But, um, you know, who do we think we'd be fighting? What do we think the story would be? What characters would be in the game? Um, We both had a a lot of ideas for it. Uh, I know that Halo guy kept a list, so we're gonna probably go over his more than mine, because mine are just off memory. I know somebody came in the Discord the other day, and they were like, Brian, I heard you on some really early episode make a prediction, and it came true. And I'm like, Oh, it's awesome, but I'm not quite sure what the prediction was, so we'll we'll find our (laughs) way around. But uh, yeah, over to you, Halo
1: guy. Uh, What do you got for us? Well, I mean, you could just make up anything, and maybe people will believe you. You know, I had that idea all
0: along. Oh, I I thought we'd fight this brood named Bassus at some point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I called it. Offensive bias was going to get called out in the end. Um, I'm actually really glad you kind of gave some context to it, because we really didn't have a lot. Um, we had those couple trailers, and yeah. then I think what was it was, like the summer before, we got like an eight-minute flyover with some stuff. And then the Harbinger was introduced pretty late on, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, so to set the stage here, 2020 was the gameplay reveal, in and in about a week, maybe it was a few days, about a week before the gameplay reveal there was a banished audio clip that pretty much confirmed we'd be fighting the banished. I can't remember what that clip was called, but you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yep, yep. You're exactly right. And then, so the 2021 is when we got the delay. Um, just yeah. because everybody could see the the popping in, the popping out, and the rendering just wasn't there. Um, and then, yeah. COVID had just happened. COVID had just happened, yeah. And 2021 is when... The Harbinger came out. So those are really our big touch points. And I'm glad you mentioned all those because I kind of wanted to give some context to my theory list. So on my theory list, I don't have – I didn't put like dates every time that I would be like, hey, this is a new Mm -hmm. theory I have. Um, So for some of them, you'll be be able to tell like, oh, wow, that was really early on. <clears throat> and I'll I'll try to give like a a rough time frame. I do have some pretty interesting ones that are really really off. Um and then I have some that are spot on. But those are sort of low hanging fruit. I I to be honest with you, there is a lot of stuff that happened in infant that I never would have guessed. Um like not in a million years that that Yeah, that, I mean I think I think with.
0: they uh I think they really to me they did a lot of like in, in a good way. They did a lot of fan pleasing things cuz like I remember talking with, and obviously now I know, because he was a, a Forerunner Council member, Haruspis already knew, Alex already knew, but I remember talking with him about, like, the banish would be such a cool thing to fight in the game. Ooh. We had no reveal at all. And he was like, yeah, it would be perfect. And I was like... <coughs> That's awesome. You know, but they probably won't... They probably won't do that because it's too cool, it's too perfect, and then also like any deep cuts about like a mention of offensive bias. You thought there's never gonna be that's not actually gonna happen, and then it technically did. Uh, so very cool, very cool, yeah.
1: So this is one, and this speaking of the banish, this was a theory I had, and like I said, I don't know how spot on I was because I don't have a date next to it. I could have been super ahead of my game, um, mm. but I probably wasn't. So I mean, I just this was one of my general theories. Um, I got a list on my phone here that I'm going over if anyone's curious. Um, Anyway, Banish go to Zeta Halo to take out Cortana uh, because she's a nuisance to Atriox's plan. This lets 343 establish the Banish as the dominant ones because if they can take out Cortana, Mm -hmm. that would kind of make them. Um, While there, the Banish team up with a Harbinger. So this must have been a theory after the Harbinger was revealed. So this is probably a pretty late one. Uh, 2021 for sure 2021 summer 2021 for sure um but yeah that that was word for word on my list there banish going to go defeat cortana and teaming up with with the harbinger
0: you know what's another thing that's crazy for context is for a long time at least a year if not two years um me and i I think uh, you know josh i think we were both on the same page we thought there was going to be no ai with chief because they hadn't revealed the weapon at all,
1: yeah. So we, we were your thinking, point.
0: yeah. We I remember us talking about how you see that one trailer, the the 2019 trailer with the pilot. When when Chief's about ready to jump out of the Pelican, you see on the back of Chief's um like uh, helmet. Oh, his or helmet.
1: Yeah, the the insert.
0: Yeah. Well, you see the insert. Well, around the insert, when Pilot would talk to him, the the there's a little green light, and we thought, oh, okay. So, they're going to really make this a very, you know, human story. He doesn't have an AI anymore. The pilot's going to be the guy talking to you as you play through the game. Is what I one of my theories. Before they ever revealed the trailer with the weapon at all. So, like, obviously, my opinion changed after that. But beforehand, it was like, okay, pilot's going to be your guy. And there's going to be this deep relationship between him and the pilot through the game. Which there was. But there was also the weapon. That's why I remember when we first saw the trailer for the what they had the weapon in it. it was like, holy, holy shit, they're showing this?
1: Like... Okay, there's a full new Cortana. Wow, okay. You know. Yeah, that's actually pretty interesting because like I the fact that they revealed the weapon to me was interesting. Or I, I thought that would be a big reveal in the game. Um, but but they revealed it in the trailer, so it's kinda like, oh wow. But I think what it turned out to be, and maybe you disagree, but like there was no like explanation really in the game of like, hey, We're we're going to develop a new AI and we're going to use her to trap Cortana like there was no like exposition that really, really built that out. So I think them putting it in that trailer early on was kind of like an out or like a a way to introduce it because it wasn't going to be in the game except through, like, audio logs or something. Stuff I think
0: like you're 100% that. right. Yeah, they did They did make a, a couple audio logs that you didn't even have to find. They were just built right into the game that kind of helped explain that. And then, of course, you know, to give all those people that are the, uh, the book haters material, like, if you read Shadows of Reach, it helps a lot. But, like you said, they did that for a further context, and they did... They did give those audio logs in the game to to explain it. Like, and I think that was very intentional because the, I'm guessing originally those audio logs were meant to be found, but when you play the game, they're they're like
1: already there in the menu. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, speaking of the weapon, though, I do have. Maybe we can transition to one more theory I had. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, go for and everybody else listening, there was somebody on Twitter, and I so wish I could find who you are. Because this person, so in one of the cutscenes scenes that we got early on, it's when the pilot is booting up Master Chief and you see a whole bunch of um, like software information scrolling across mm-hmm. the, the screen. Well, somebody was able to piece together a bunch of those different segments and turn it into a QR code. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I don't know the person either. Um, anyway, somebody was able to piece together a whole bunch of like random like digital information off the Chief's uh, helmet And put it all together and it created a QR code. And when you scanned it, it took you to a website and then it would you would hear um, what people thought originally was Cortana. But when people heard it, they also got this idea of maybe there is a new AI because it sounded a little bit different than Cortana. She sounded younger, younger. Yeah. And um, by the way, amazing job um, being able to like voice act three different people in, in that. She's amazing. Jen Taylor's amazing. Because she did Cortana, The Weapon, and Dr. Halsey all in one. And it's kind of pretty amazing. And they sound distinctly different.
0: Yeah, they do. (laughs) It's so great. One's young, one's mature, and one's like kind of weathered
1: older. But I think there's two Dr. Halseys, isn't there? Like a younger one and older? I can't remember. But anyway, it's it's pretty amazing regardless. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so we heard this and we hear The Weapon, which... We now know is the weapon. Um, We hear her say, this is me. She's like, I don't know how, but this is me. This is a part of me. Uh, That's about 90% of the quote. I can't remember. But anyway, that's about all we got was like her saying that, right? And so this is the jumps into my next theory um, because I did read Shadows of Reach, which help significantly because we knew in shadows of reach, they were going to get a new AI basically. Yeah. Cause they went back to reach to go get to go get some, some other copies of what could be like a Cortana Cortana sister, if you would. And so my idea is this is what I wrote. It starts like halo infinite starts um, with that secret cutscene, um, But it's chief walking up to a control room Placing the new Cortana In the installation And then that's when we would hear Like this is me Because uh, the weapon is confused On why she's doing what she's doing To herself basically She doesn't understand that Because she, she senses Cortana But anyway that was my idea She, This is me, this is a part of me This was her yeah. kind of being confused um, And then this is where things get wild um, Is that As soon as she does that Um this act awakens or alerts a guardian who tries to stop the chief, forcing the Infinity to attack it. And then that ends up uh, being what destroys part of the ring, is a fight between a guardian and the Infinity. See, now, <clears throat> this is a good transition, too, because back before, you know, 20,
0: even like before 2020, uh the theories could really go wild because you didn't have much. And I remember... <laughs> yeah,
1: they could, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I remember talking to, to Josh on an early episode and saying, you know, well, w- what do we think we're going to be fighting, Josh? You know, I was like, because we, we last last we played Halo 5, we, we wrapped up the Covenant conflict, with f- finale, finally, on saying Helios in Halo 5. And then the Prometheans could still technically be something we fight in Halo Infinite, but... With all the changes they're making to Infinite, and the art style, and the music, and the, and the signals they're sending out to fans, it's very much like we want to do all the things that make the fans happy, and then the things that don't. And whether you agree or not, Prometheans were something that people constantly complained about, not wanting to fight, not liking them. So we thought, well, I don't know if it'll be Prometheans either. And then it would, and then I think there's probably a moment where we we're like, well, the band should be cool, but they probably won't do that because it's a Halo Wars thing. And I remember saying... And I don't know how I said it, but I remember saying like, okay, well, maybe the enemy we're going to fight is going to be the created. And what will the created be? And it was like me theorizing about like, it'll be like AI that are like either manning some kind of, you know, whether it be a shell or there's some kind of like hard light enemy. And it was just like trying to visualize what Halo Infinite would look like when you're fighting, predominantly fighting an enemy that you've never seen before, because it wouldn't be Prometheans, it wouldn't be Covenant, wouldn't be Flood. Um, and I was kind of picturing, like, these, like, AI enemies that would, like, float off the ground and, like, say really, like, creepy things and be able to move around quickly and just, like, really out there. Because um, I thought, because my thing was, like, they're, they're going to have to, like... Go into the created conflict, some right, and I know this is a big criticism for a lot of people, and it's a fair one. I don't mind it because I love what we got with Halo Infinite, but some people are like, I'm so I'm so pissed that the created just kind of kind of got glossed over, and and I understand like if you really wanted to see that a whole game on that, you, it did get glossed over in that sense, but um, I like the direction. But yeah, so I was you know I was thinking like there'd be like this this new created enemy, and then I remember me and Josh talked about like will the flood be there, and I was like I think I ended up saying like yeah. The Flood will be in this game a little bit because it's on Zeta Halo. Like, that's definitely going to happen. Like, there'll be some Flood. So, just to go from thinking there'd be... And, and I did say, I did say, too, I, one of my theories, I think this is one that maybe people said that I got correct, was, was like, there's probably going to be an offensive bias version of Cortana, which is literally what the weapon really is. Like, it's kind of like, like to, to borrow from the whole Star Wars thing, like George Lucas says, it's like poetry, it rhymes. I don't know if you ever heard that before, uh,
1: Halo guy. Yeah. I've, I'm, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I've heard people uh, kind of make a, a dig at it, but to me it was kind of cool, uh, bookends, seeing these two bookends, like, match each other. And then there's always, like, the history repeats itself, you know. Yeah. Um, and I've also heard something similar to what you said with George Lucas. I've heard other people say history doesn't repeat itself, history rhymes. So it never acts – it's never the exact same thing, but it always – Uh, sounds the same so you got Mm -hmm. baton the weapon you have and you have offensive bias um but yeah i totally agree with that one did Um, you ever think we
0: were going to be fighting like a created enemy or did that never really occur to you honestly
1: um no not really i i didn't think i so i didn't know okay so this is Early on, we, we knew we were going to installation 07. I think in 2018, when they first revealed it, um, I want to say when we saw that initial trailer and when there was the shot of the Pelican that was crashed, you could hear the Morse code. Mm. I'm pretty sure the Morse code said Zeta on it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I I I believe uh,
0: Zeta was heavily, heavily theorized, but not confirmed till 2020.
1: So my idea is was pretty early on was that we were going to go to Zeta Halo to find or do something to stop Cortana. But I never really anticipated it being like a created threat. And I don't know why, actually, I didn't go that route. Um well you're 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 uh you were dead on like you were smart to not go that route right Yeah I don't I guess but like it like thinking about it in hindsight though like it would have been the logical thing to go with mm-hmm. Um but anyway yeah no I I liked all the stuff you were saying about kind of how you where you thought it would go but no that that isn't where I was going uh, but it's well, pretty then, interesting looking well, back on it now
0: Yeah let's okay well let's let's theorize a little bit new here in the moment then like okay so I, I'm sure with you being as well versed on this stuff as me, you probably know this already, but like we do know from behind the scenes stuff that there was a story and a game already, like, in pre production in place when Halo Five came out to be the Halo Six and it would have more directly followed what we got in Halo Five. Do you think what do you think that story would have been? Like, do you think do you think we would have Because I think, correct me if you don't, tell me if you don't agree, but I think for sure we would have been fighting some version of whatever the created are if they had just gone forward with their original Halo 6 plan. Now, maybe that just means Promethean robots that are, 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 you know, Prometheans that are piloted by um, AI, or would they be something new? What do you think it would have been?
1: And I think that's more so where I was going. Like, I didn't think 343 would do a total 180 and take away the Prometheans and, and the crawler. Like, I didn't think that those would go away. I think more so that's where I was coming from is like I, I wasn't really theorizing of a new enemy because already in Halo 4 and 5, like, there was no switch. Like, the I guess the the way the enemies moved and some of their fighting styles changed a little bit between 4 and 5, but I kind of assumed we were going to go to Zeta Halo to disrupt Cortana's throne, and then we would, I guess, keep fighting the same enemies we had fought in Halo 4 and 5. Um. Yeah. Okay. And but a created enemy would be really cool. And I got really distracted. What was your question again?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I guess what did you what we what do you think the original story Oh, oh, oh. Yes, yes.
1: Been? So there was man, who was it before Jeff Easterling? There was some writer at 343. Maybe not before him, but alongside. I cannot remember who it was at the moment, but they basically teased and I could probably try to look it up live, but they're basically teasing. There's this old poem called the song of Roland. Did you ever hear this story? Yep. Yep. Um, and so I have this idea that halo six would just be kind of not a copy paste, but like a, um, like them just trying to make like a new version of the song of Roland, but it would basically be uh, with Cortana. And now I'm trying to remember all the details of the poem, but it had something to do with like a, the French army and, uh, some guy betrayed, um, oh man, well, I can't, I can't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't so this remember. This dude rolling, like trying to train, you know, it is, it's probably in my notes, to be honest with you on my, on my phone. But, um, anyway, yeah, that was kind of my idea because somebody said that early on that Halo six, the story had already been kind of thought of, but, I guess I don't have it. I think I might have. Well, done that, and that's the thing point. too. I
0: don't know if you, if you know, everyone listening um, will remember, but prior to Halo 5's release, it was really like hyped up. But I know Frank O'Connor sp- specifically said it a couple times, but it was it was hyped up that Halo Five was going to change the universe of Halo irreparably forever. Like, I'm, like once you play Halo Five, the universe will not be the same. It'll be a major shift. And I remember hearing that and being hyped and hyped and hyped and like wondering what that could mean and i mean it's clear now what the direction was is like hey you know all of humanity has relied on these ais and these computer systems and stuff and by the end of five like they can't trust them anymore so it kind of it also kind of restored i mean even one thing they did keep is like i mean the fact is obviously what they meant to do was you know do a follow-up with a halo six and have it be like a, a created central type conflict but um and that didn't happen. But the one thing they did keep is it did change the uh, the universe of Halo irreparably in huge ways. Because the whole reason that, I mean, Halo Infinite presents a state that's more similar to Combat Evolved, where, like, the humanity's back against the wall. And that's only because of Cortana and the created. Like, regardless of how much you loved or hated the created conflict, it was a major, major point of the story in Halo now. It's the only thing that leveled the playing field.
1: Yeah, and so I'm glad you kind of got into that because it kind of makes me want to mention something else because a lot of people will say Halo Infinite is not a sequel to Halo 5 because it doesn't revolve around the created threat. But the way I see Halo Infinite is through these lens. So basically Halo Infinite, and I know I've said this before, is a localized... Event of um of the consequences of what Cortana is doing. So you have what Cortana is doing at like uh, at a galactic scale, right? Or where mm-hmm. she's controlling all these planets. She's yep. got guardians everywhere. She's destroyed Doisac, the the banished homeworld. And so you have all these events. Oh, and then you have um, the fact that they destroyed the Spartan training ground at the Colonia station. Um, And so that's caused basically everything in the multiplayer story that we have in multiplayer right now in Halo Infinite. Like the fact that Cortana destroyed and killed all those Spartans is why we're training at this like secret facility in multiplayer. So everything that happened in Halo 5, the consequence of that is Halo Infinite. It's just localized to a very small spot but you're still reeling with the effects of what Cortana did. Like that hasn't been skipped or glossed over. You're just experiencing it at a local level against the banished who are there because, you know, they're angry about what Cortana did. They want a new home world. And that happens to be Zeta Halo and there's the Harbinger and all that stuff. Um, But to me, it's, it's, it's just the consequences of Cortana Halo, Halo Infinite.
0: Yeah. And actually that reminds me back of when, um, uh, me and Josh did our episode on, we were, we were talking about a little bit on Shadows of Reach when the book came out, and the way I put it was, I love Shadows of Reach, the book, because what it did was, it didn't erase anything that happened in Halo 5, it didn't retcon anything, but it recontextualized the entire conflict, the entire issue of Halo 5. Because Halo 5 very much ends with you feeling like, okay, now it's going to be, you know, Uh, chief and arbiter and halsey and infinity fighting the created and then what shadows of reach kind of does is say that's not really what's happening everyone's on the run and cortana is so overwhelmingly powerful she's got guardians in every system and everyone's on the run and being stealthy and shadows of reach is this like grounded story where it's like we got to get on reach and there's people there already and we got to get this, we got to get a copy of uh, of Halsey's brain. And there's Banished that are, like, operating. Like, in Shadows of Reach, the Banished are kind of operating in a similar way that humanity is. Like, neither Banished or humanity is anywhere near as powerful as Cortana and her guardians. But they're out there still having skirmishes and stuff. And it sets it up to where, like, when you're playing, when you're reading Shadows of Reach, it feels like Cortana and her guardians are just, like, hovering over... Everything that's happening. Yep, yep,
1: yep. hundred percent.
0: Yeah, and, and and that way you always feel like this 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 pressure that Cortana and her guardians are hovering above you at any moment. But the little skirmishes, the little things happening are like chief and the human and humans that are on reach and the banished and they get this they get the brain and everything. And that way when it sets you up for Halo Infinite and Halo Infinite story starts, it's very like it makes a lot of sense how it happened. Like I and obviously this is to be fair, for people who wanted a very like original Halo 6 story, they would have liked to play us going to get the brain and creating it and fighting against some guardians and going to Zeta and stopping Cortana. But instead what it did was like that story they didn't feel was as interesting as the story they were telling in Infinite, which I personally agree with. And they kinda they just set it up beautifully to make Cortana like such a Cortana and the Guardians, like regardless of how you the listener feel that was such a at least in 2015 for sure such a hated story decision by the 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 majority of people right and 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 some people came around to it some people liked it from the beginning but for them to stick to their guns and not get rid of it not retcon it but to move it into this like background overarching like scary threat and then have it dealt with the way they did in infinite i thought was genius
1: yeah, I totally agree. The way Shadows of Reach set it all up. And then also, like, at the end of Halo 5, it felt super, super hopeless. And it's always really, really hopeless to try to fight against, like, a super powerful AI. Because sometimes in sci-fi that gets kind of crazy and they become super OP and you're like, I have no idea how they will destroy this entity. But Shadows of Reach kind of, like you said, contextualized it and gave um, at least me some hope of, like, well... You know Cortana isn't everywhere, um, and so like they're still able to operate and do some things under the mm-hmm. radar, and they can run. Um, but you know, speaking of of Shadows of Reach, I I read that book with the mindset of like this is really teasing what Halo Infinite is going to be like, mm-hmm. um, and so I have some theories. I have some theory theories on my list here. That are Shadows Shadows of Reach era. Um okay, that I'd like to go for because I actually got these right and I think this is pretty cool. Oh sweet. Um I wrote Halo Infinite will be like the book. I guess I was referring to Shadows of Reach. You'll liberate banished strongholds using whatever strategy you think necessary. Awesome. Um and then we and this one I got half right. I said we can build defenses like the pioneers did at New Mohawks or Mohawks, however you pronounce that mm. city in Shadows of Reach. Um, so yeah, between the two of those, my, my idea was that we'll be able to go liberate places or build up places. And we kind of do that ish. We don't really build them up. Um, and I can see
0: that being in like an original, like idea doc at three, four, three, and that's something they just couldn't,
1: you know, they couldn't get done, you know, adding like turrets or something you can build to the, that would be super cool. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yeah, um, I had those two ideas after reading Shadows of Reach that because that was, that was a big focal point of the book was going in and liberating, you know, different places and then building up defenses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they intended to do that in the book, but I read the book in the way in a way of like, OK, this is teasing Halo Infinite. Let me see what I can get out, get out of this.
0: Well, thing. And the thing is, to, too, to, to further like give context to the listeners right now, the game was shown off E3 2020. Shadows of Reach released like three months later in October. And then the original idea was that Halo Infinite would release November, like a month after this I book. I know.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is, that's in good context. Um, I was wrong about one thing though. This is pretty funny. So after reading Shadows of Reach, this was another Shadows of Reach thing. So in Shadows of Reach, the infinity is kind of just orbiting and hovering above the planet Reach. And at some points, Master Chief calls in for reinforcements. And so my idea for Halo Infinite was that the Infinity would orbit Zeta Halo and that we can call in the Infinity for air support ODSTs or Spartans to come at, at certain oh. points in the game.
0: Yeah, so what we got is far more bleaker than what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah. Game <laughs> yeah, starts ble- off, Infinity's obliterated.
1: <laughs> you're, you're muted, uh, Halo guy. Sorry, thank you. I had this list like um, going for a long time and... I, I read it frequently. So can you imagine my surprise when Halo Infinite's uh, <laughs> whenever its uh, opening See, cinema comes up, and I had this idea in my mind that the Infinity would be with us throughout the game, and it's destroyed in like ten seconds.
0: We need uh, we need Irish Phoenix in our uh, in our Discord to do a meme of like the Infinity right from the beginning of Halo Infinite, and it's got Halo. It says it's on the Infinity, it says. Halo guys theories, and then the banished ship just blowing it into pieces, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, if we're going to go that route, let me get let me go let me go get some more wrong theories, real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's hear them. Okay, so this one's pretty cool. Uh, so this one was right after the Harbinger was introduced. Um, I said, okay, if the Harbinger tells Chief humans are not the future, because we got that one little snippet of the Harbinger uh, in the cutscene, it is either the harbinger is either a precursor who doesn't believe humanity is worthy of the mantle anymore or what I wrote most likely a forerunner AI. And then I mentioned another AI keeper of tools because keeper of tools is somebody we met in halo five and halo point of light that was worried that forerunner AI would mingle with created, with the created, Mm. Okay. And so I said that the Harbinger was probably a forerunner AI that Keeper of Tools was worried about joining Cortana that believes the AI that believes AI are the reclaimers per or per Cortana's doctrine. Oh. So my That's one of my big you thought theories, that. Yeah. My big theory going in just sorry, I kind of jumbled that up a little bit. Harbinger was probably an AI forerunner AI that wanted to join uh, the created conflict.
0: Okay. See, by the time we saw the harbinger, I was a hundred percent convinced three four three was moving away from the created, and and that is what happened. But you
1: know, yeah, yet. you are right. But that is that was me. Maybe going back to your previous question, what did I anticipate happening very later on down the road? I was thinking maybe the foreigners would would join in on on the fight with Cortana. That way we could keep some of those connected tissues together. between five and, yeah. and. Now I think we both agree what the the
0: Harbinger ended up being was way cooler than what we thought. I mean, I did, I did
1: say part precursor or, and I true that kind of, I kind of seems kind of like of think that. Yeah. Um, I, uh, go ahead. Here's a theory
0: I had that will, that'll make so many people go, oh man, oh, they'll be so frustrated. And this, this theory, I actually, like uh, six months or so after Halo Infinite came out, I was talking to a three, four, three developer, you know, and and I said this from a from a from a, a point of appreciation, not from a oh I wish you guys had done this. I was like, here's this idea I had for, for infinite that you know cause because the, the developer was telling me about all the things they could have done that would have been so cool. And I was like, here's an idea I had. And I was like, just this one point in the campaign where you go to a, a snowy area, right? A snowy biome. This is where everyone on listening goes, Oh, there's not enough biomes. But like I figured we go to this snowy place and I just pictured like You know, whatever, however the campaign plays out, Pelican, you know, pilot drops us off in the snowy place, and you see off in the distance like a banished patrol, right? And it's just like a couple guys, you know, there's like a banished guy up on a tower, you know, a brute here and a brute there, and then like a couple brutes walking back and forth across the snow, leaving brute footprints in the snow. And as you get closer to the brutes, once you alert them, completely unexpectedly, the brute sticks his hand down into the snow and pulls a literal grunt up under the snow you didn't know was there, and tosses <laughs> it at you. And I was like, man, wouldn't that be so cool? Like, just, a, it'd be funny, it'd be cool, like, he had no idea the grunt was there, he's just, like, sleeping under the snow, <laughs> and, the, and he just picks him up out of the snow and throws him at you, and it's just like, wow, you know? And, uh, and I remember the yeah, the developer said, man, that would have been cool, that would have been really neat, to do you know, something like that, but... uh
1: Yeah, the problem with Halo Infinite is, man, there would have been a million cool things to do. Oh, yeah,
0: there's limit. like, that's the thing is they gave us a game that has, like, and obviously, I'm speaking as someone who's not, has no development experience, but it feels like you could just take the Halo Infinite they created and put a team on it for 10 years (laughs) and just continue to crank out new ideas with the same sandbox
1: yeah you really could because all you got to do is just create like oh here's your you can go to this part of the ring nope now you can go to this part yeah the ring and there's a
0: new biome here's a new enemy here's a new like gameplay mechanic a new uh new
1: vehicle i mean yeah
0: yeah so cool (laughs) um
1: i did have another theory real quick um this one was another later on theory because i mentioned the harbinger so this has got to be way way out there um, but it says the Harbinger Army is are the ones who called the banished. Is it a halo? <clears throat> Atriox likely gladly accepted the help after losing so much of their force on the Ark to the Spirit of Fire. Hmm. So that was kind of a low hanging fruit, but um, it is pretty, pretty, pretty good, I guess. With uh, Atriox accepting. Um, let's see. Oh, here's one that's way off. Uh, Cortana's on Zeta Halo to try and either revive or use the primordial in some way. Ah, that's a deep cut The primordial survived. That was me getting probably a little bit too deep. And at some point I realized too, like I had some ideas I was like, you know, I think these are too deep for a video game. Uh, Did you ever at any point think that the Didact would show up again? I did not. No, no, not at any point. No. Um, to me... So Halo 4 ended and you're like, okay, did the Didact die? Like, I don't know what happened. And then, um, like, we know he was defeated. but I don't know. And then the 72-hour later comic uh, series at, like, three comics or whatever came out. And then they were on Gamma Halo and they did all that stuff. And I was like, okay, the, the, the Didact's done. Like, to me, he was done. And then he didn't get any Didact in Halo 5. I had no reason to suspect that the Didact would show up at all for, for Halo Yeah,
0: Nightmare. it was something that people talked about a lot in the community. Was would there be uh, like a return of didact again? Even though there was nothing leading to that, and, and I, I remember talking to Alex about it, and he he said the same thing. Like I'd love to see more didact, but no, I don't I don't think this is the time for a didact revival. And but uh
1: yeah, I, I don't know. You got? I don't know if it would ever be appropriate. I mean, I guess there's a didact book coming out this year. I'll wait. I'll reserve my didact future yeah. theories. But from the synopsis of the book they gave us on Halo Waypoint a couple weeks ago, I. I feel like this is probably uh, they're probably trying to close the book on the didact with this one. I don't I don't think he's he's coming back. I think they want to do a proper send off because a lot of people are upset. They they kill them off in a comic book. Well, yeah, I mean, there's always the like,
0: oh, you know, what could have been. But that's not really a healthy way to look at things for me. For me, for me, the for me personally, the, the didact. And I'm you know, I'm glad that there's the book like hopefully. Let me rephrase this if the book does what you're saying and kind of like gives him more and kind of wraps him up or gives him some closure i'm very glad this book exists but i don't personally want the didact to come to the forefront of halo anymore and, and at least in the games because to me like halo 4 was awesome and like maybe there was some opportunity to do something more with him in halo 5 they chose not to but at this point and especially with the the direction halo infinite sets up and the you know the banished conflict and the, the new art style and music and all that i just i think it'd be a mistake to yeah. try to pull him back out of the hat
1: per se you know i can i can think of one scenario of where i would be okay i guess i don't know if okay would be the right word either of where i would i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say i, I i'd either be okay or i'd understand i think there's one scenario and that would be if the Harbinger or the Endless, rather, are so powerful um, that it requires humanity, the Banished, mm. and the Didact, who can do some forerunner space magic, to to come together and and defeat this thing, um, but that's the only I don't know if I don't I don't know if I like you know that what either. I think I would like to be I think it would be cool and of course it's just going to make people want to see him reappear
0: in the game more but like in a Halo Infinite sequel that also takes place on Zeta. Just give us an opportunity to learn and discover more about this character who was the didact through things we find on Zeta.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. Um, Speaking of the didact, I do have another theory we can jump right into. Okay. Um, So at one point in an earlier podcast, me and you talked about Chief having the genes of the isodidact. Um, So basically, for those who might not know, when when the librarian gave John... His gift, if you would. She kind of unlocked this genetic code that was already kind of within him. Yeah. I guess maybe I'm explaining that wrong. Um, I think you're right.
0: It was already in him and she unlocked it. Yeah.
1: yeah, And uh, which gave him, for plot point, it gave him immunity to the composer that the didact was trying to use to turn humans into, you know, machines.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: machines designed only for killing. There's a Modak reference for all you uh, yeah. Marvel nerds out there. But, um, But anyway um with that there's this idea that the isodidact um his genes are somehow carried into to the master chiefs and if you want to dive into that that's a whole look it up on youtube i'm sure you can find something yeah but anyway i had this idea that the chief since he has the isodidact genes in him which i believe he does um, part of his mutation can allow him to speak or open mendicant bias and then i thought that we would see that manifest itself through a guardian that you would have a good guardian and bad guardians, uh, good, bad being kind of subjective there. Um, but also that professor Anders that we left with in halo Wars two, I had this idea that the guardian she was with was there to save her, uh, not to threaten her. And that, she would come back, and that would be connective tissue for Halo Wars and Halo Infinite, and that she would be there. See, with
0: that's the, that's a great thing to bring up too, because any any you know, Halo fan deep enough to at least play the Halo Wars games, Halo Wars Two ends with you know you've only played you played Halo Five, and you play Halo Wars Two. There's 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 nothing on Infinite out there at all, and Halo Wars Two ends with uh, Anders, Doctor Anders, getting you know t- uh, sent on this Halo ring to another part of the galaxy. And when she shows up there, a guardian shows up right in front of her, cut to black. So everyone thought, (laughs) (laughs) okay, Anders will definitely be in the sequel to Halo 5. And it's not touched on at all. And I think the obvious truth is that because they wanted this new direction with Infinite, it just wouldn't be a good idea to not only have to include a whole guardian thing with Anders to begin with, but to also try to explain yet another thing to an audience of fans that have been around or not around for 20 years, who this character Anders is and how she's from a RTS title, you know? So,
1: yeah. And um, I think the one thing infinite did to kind of just lay that to rest is they had a guardian in the background of Halo Infinite and was just, there dead. And that way, yeah, I love that. I love and that, that was this like, Hey, they're not a threat here. Or at least not in this game. Right. That was kind of, yeah. at least that was what I got from it. Yeah. um because from a development perspective you can only do so much and i know people are like oh, i wish they would have done this like halo rubicon protocol they're like oh cool book would have been a cooler video game like i get it like every single halo book would be a cool video game like when it comes down mm-hmm. to it. um yep but like for development stuff like you can't you can only do so much and you know, we got what we got for Halo Infinite. So, like, you can only you can only do so much. So, some stuff. I
0: mean, think if think if you took the staff who made Halo Infinite and you had them all make books, like you could have, I mean, you could have hundreds of books before you could have one full game. You know? It's yeah.
1: Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt whatsoever that 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 would be the case. Um, but. But yeah, with the whole Anders piece, um, I I tweeted about this a long time ago. It was just a picture of Anders and I just wrote like, I still haven't forgotten you or whatever, or like a little heart or something. That's funny. Um, but it got a ton of attention. Like people are really like interested in this Anders thing. And uh, I do like as far as like Halo cliffhangers are concerned, I don't think there's a greater one out there than than that cutscene. Like, cause we get, we got nothing from that. And nothing. when did Halo Wars 2 come out? Like... 2017. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Six years. Six years. And... Anders just out there, you know. Chilling on yep.
0: Alpha Halo number three or something like that. I think well, assuming she's not dead, I'm going to say that what happened at the beginning of Halo Infinite and with the weapon taking out Cortana probably saved Anders from that guardian.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so that's another piece too. It's like, what... So we know Halo Wars 2 ended, uh, I want to say in like April or something like that, 2559. It's before Halo Infinite and Halo Infinite takes starts in like December and then you go unconscious for six months and then you're, and it's like May or something. I can't remember the exact time. Mm-hmm. It's like May 2559 or 2560. But it makes me wonder how much time elapsed in slip space and where Anders is in space and time. Like where is she yeah. in space? And then what time is it that she's being? Cause I can't remember if she gets to her final destination and the guardian shows up or if the guardian takes her out of slip space. I can't, I don't know if that was ever clarified or not. I feel like where the ring
0: was sent like, okay, you know, actually I, I'm pretty sure like not to sound overconfident, but I think I'm right. Like um, Cortana was, was like monitoring any large event that happened anywhere
1: Which even a e- halo ring moving in slip space would have been exactly. <laughs> particularly particularly so she
0: would have had a guardian tracking that shit and ready to be there in a split second uh, even even in shadows of reach there's I, i'm paraphrasing here because i can't remember but in shadows of reach there's even talk of like we can't make too big of a noise or like explosion or it'll alert her that something's going on on the planet reach and a right. guardian will be here in no time or even um, say her name out loud like yeah or say her name so like um, pretty sure what happened is, you know, Cortana's like, oh, there's a ring moving sl- through slip space. I'm going to have a guardian there in half a second. And then Anders is like, oh, shit. Um, but another direction, another thing I had um, theories on that completely were wrong. Um, now, this one was this one was kind of a meme for, fa- for, for Twitter, but I also wouldn't have been surprised if it happened. So I'm going to I'm going to chalk it up to a partial theory. Who is the pilot? Right. Didn't even know his name. I put this now, I don't I don't know how hard it is to find these things on Twitter. You'd have to go and search twenty probably early twenty twenty on, on Twitter, sacred icon post to find it. But it got a ton of likes and, and angry comments. I put um it was the pilot. It was a picture of the pilot like from the early trailers where he's like he's got his hand up kind of and he's like next to Chief. And I put You knew my mother. I believe you knew her as Fohammer. Oh. I was like, oh, this is Fohammer's wow. kid. Wow. Yeah. Could that you was imagine? Like, no. <laughs> oh, that was one of my man. theories. And I thought, like I said, like it was partially a meme because like, they're not going to do that. But the other part of me was like, well, if they do it like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's not crazy to be like, oh, you know that kitchen cook from like the first movie? Yeah, that was actually Spider-Man. Like, he grew up. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. They do stuff like that. So I thought, maybe. And then to go even further, because they had such a, a beautiful emotional scene of the pilot with the hologram of his wife and child i was we were all theorizing you know this whole game is going to be about him getting back to his family this is going to be about him saving his family him trying to track down his daughter blah 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 one of those things and this is a little disappointing to me like it kind of just seems like in the game he's like yeah they're dead yeah
1: and that was that was shocking to me yeah you know? i i thought he was fighting for them yeah here's their. i guess it, it, to live for <laughs> i guess it depends like, yeah i guess it depends on what how you want to take it because at first i was thinking oh well he's he's trying to survive because he want to get he wants to get back to his family but there is that emotional scene where he's kind of like hey i'm trash i belong in there i should be dead yeah. blah, blah blah and then when you put that in context of his family is dead maybe maybe that's the reason he's the way he is like he 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 probably doesn't want to survive. Maybe that's, I don't know if that's the story they were trying to go with. Like he doesn't care anymore. You know,
0: there's definitely room for them to like in the future say that they're alive. Like, I I don't even feel like people would definitely say it's a retcon, but I don't feel like it it is because he could have just, no, that could have just been like, you know, when, when the, when the conflict happened, my family was, 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 was on a ship that was taken by the banish
1: or something. And then, you know,
0: you find out that they're not dead.
1: Or on a planet that the guardians you know destroyed destroyed or did a big old emp and wiped it all out so we just assumed they were all dead um yeah that that'd be that just hopefully we
0: don't pull a now i I know halo guy you're pretty much a halo guy only but have you ever played gears of
1: war no i haven't oh should i admit that on there
0: (laughs) um yeah somebody's like oh how dare you well i was gonna say hopefully they don't do a a gears of war 2 thing with um with uh, the pilot and his his wife, because to, I'll just spoil it for you, because you didn't know, you play. But like, Gears of War two the the whole big the B plot of Gears of War two is one of the main characters is looking for his wife, and the whole game he's like, you know, Maria, Maria's got to be out there somewhere. And you, know, you you get you know to the third three fourths into the game, and you find deep underground in this like torture torturous prison area, his tortured and depraved, dehydrated. And pretty much mind lost wife. She's still alive, breathing, but she's literally so depraved and so tortured that she can't even speak or function. She's she's basically dead, but still alive. And he has to he finds her, and he does this terrible scene where he like breaks down crying and says he loves her, and then he has to sh- put her out of her misery because she's gone. And I'm like, don't have us look. Halo's a, Halo's not as bleak. <laughs> As Gears of War. So, if we ever look for the pilot's family, we better find them. And they better be alive.
1: Don't do that to the pilot. I love. I don't know about you love or others listening, love but him. I love the pilot. He's up there in in the characters for me, on the characters. He, list. he really love. is, because he's cool. Like, like, let's be honest. Like, you know, he doesn't have the armor to hide behind or the genetic augmentation. So, the dude's just yeah. scared. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's us. And I, I love I, when he, like, when
0: he. Because when that's revealed, he has, like, the. The com- he comes, he's hiding, and he comes out with that combat helmet on to almost looks like he was, like, a UNSC soldier. And then he's like, I'm not, I'm not that
1: at all. You know, I was here. Oh, I mates. know. That was a big shocker to me. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm not a seeing pilot. him yeah. as, like, oh, he's not a pilot. You know, yeah. he's just, he's just barely getting by. And, and now the thing is, like. like- I was just saying. You now he's like the master chief is telling him to fly through like anti aircraft weapon, and he's not even and, like, a pilot. Yeah,
0: he's like, doing all. <laughs> That's why he's like, things. "This is death. This is death." You know? <laughs> yeah. No, oh, I, okay. I love it. And the thing is, like, like they did a really realistic portrayal of how he of 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 someone like him would act in this scenario. Yeah. Like, I would only hope that I had half the bravery that the pilot had in a situation where. Everyone around me is dead and I'm abandoned and there's freaking aliens all over the place blowing people to smithereens like I, I I,
1: don't even think I could be as brave as him. I don't know. Yeah, no. no I, yeah, seriously. That, it. It's that, even when he finally finds his courage at the end, like the lion from Wizard of Oz. I'm He's <laughs> like they're like flying into the silent auditorium and he's like, hey, chief, there's a there's a lot of resistance out here. And I'm like, yeah, man. There is. <laughs> you're flying like into the heart of this entire thing. Like yeah. you're a brave dude. You're a really brave guy. Um, I can go into uh, another theory here real quick. Um, speaking of kind of like the ring in general, um, I said the ring at the end of Halo Five is either where Professor Anders <laughs> was dropped off at his lip space, <laughs> or it was Zeta Halo, and that was an early theory of mine. Uh, yep. I think before. Zeta Halo was confirmed because obviously I had Professor Anders <laughs> on that list of, yeah. of what that ring could be. Oh, Professor Yeah, Anders. I
0: think Zeta Halo was a pretty, a, sh- a shoe in for most people by that
1: Yeah, Yeah, it, it eventually rounded out, I mean, because the thing with Zeta Halo, I mean, you could do anything you wanted on it. And the one thing I try to tell people too is because I know people wanted more um, Zeta Halo stuff but I'm always like "Well, Halo Infinite is not a story about Zeta Halo it's a story about Master Chief mm-hmm. I think it's Zeta a setting yeah I think the Zeta Halo is a setting and you could get Zeta Halo story later but I don't know if that was the intent of Halo Infinite it's not a Zeta you know Halo story it's a Master Chief story you just made
0: me think of like so you know when people talk about favorite levels from Halo 2 one that often gets mentioned is Delta Halo from Halo 2 and you know, there's so many you see so many complaints about Halo Infinite being like this just, oh, it's just open world and it's all the same biome. But like man, for me, like Halo Infinite is like Halo 2's Delta Halo on steroids. It's like I get to play Delta Halo the whole game for like ten hours and there's all these different yeah. places to go. Like it's I
1: love it, man. I love it. No, I do it. too. Um just going off one more, I think. I had the idea. I don't know when this was. This could have been at some point when we knew everybody was basically dead. I'm I'm assuming that's where this theory came from is when we find out that they're all alone. So I said it appears in the beginning that Chief is alone just like in Halo Combat Evolved. But uh, as the campaign ends and progresses, you see Blue Team alive and others and you kind of meet up at the end. But I did go into it thinking that this would be Combat Evolved 2.0 and that we'd be all by ourselves. Yeah. So I mean I guess we all kind of that's not like a big theory of mine, but I you thought know, at the end we would um we would at least see some reveal that we wouldn't be alone. It would be Yeah. It would end the way Combat Evolved didn't.
0: Well, obviously plans change in development all the time, and what I'm about to say could end up being not true because plans change, but back before Halo Infinite released, a three four three developer told me that um, Locke was not dead. And that they had big plans for him. They didn't see that. I didn't hear anything else. It was just that he's not... Because everyone was like, oh, Locke's dead. Because, you know, the thing came out with his his mask
1: on the shoulder piece. uh, Oh, you're talking about during Infinite's production. Yeah, 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 During Infinite's production,
0: yeah. So everyone was like, well, well, Locke's obviously dead,
1: you know. And then haters were... What's that? I think it was the toy. Was it the toy that came out? The toy, but then
0: he's also in the game, too, eventually. Yeah. So... So everyone was like, "Oh, well, Locke's gone," and you know, haters were like, "Oh, Locke was a crap character, anyways." They obviously killed him. And no, this—I love this,
1: Locke, by the way. I, I, I throwing even, that out. There. Even,
0: even when Halo Five came out, and I was super, super disappointed with the story. I still didn't dislike Locke, and and over the years, I like him even more. Like I really like Locke a lot now. Um, but yeah, they they said that um, Locke was not dead, and they had big plans for him. I didn't get any more than that. They just, you know, he just said that big plans for this character. Um, obviously. Both in game and in book, we've seen nothing of the sort. I'm guessing it's a mixture of like, you know, things they couldn't get to, and obviously how the studios went through all the troubling times they have. But I would like to think that with the investment of his character in five and what I'd heard already from him not being gone, that he will reappear at some point, you know, in some I, cool way, hopefully.
1: I do think there's a really cool way to put him in. And I know this is touchy, it, whether it's a comic or a book or yeah a game, you know, like the fact that we see Locke's armor on somebody from the hand of Atriox already tells me that there's a freaking cool story out there of oh Locke. yeah, you know what I mean? Like Locke, like we know he's on Zeta Halo. You know what I mean? Like yeah, either that or these banished like the hand of Atriox guys, they either boarded the infinity. And beat people down in the Infinity like Atriox did and somehow escape the Infinity. I mean, that's also a possibility that, you know, they took the armor from him while on the Infinity and beat him up just like they beat up the Master Chief. It's possible um, or, that
0: Locke beats the shit out of Hyperius. And or
1: that, too. Could you imagine yeah.
0: that, too? That'd be cool. But Like, having, Locke actually defeated Hyperius, but for some reason wasn't able to, like, get his helmet or whatever. And then Hyperius was just like, well, brute honor and everything. I got to wear this with pride and pretend that I took out a Spartan when really he didn't.
1: You know? That would actually be in line, I think, with, you know, the personality of some of these banished leaders. Absolutely. Like, like, hey, I was defeated, but I'm not going to let them know that. No. Like, honestly, you know, Spartan Law could have just, like, not been prepared when the Infinity got hit. Because I, I was thinking about that yeah. the other day. I was like, man, I wonder how many Spartans didn't even have their armor on. Because probably, the yeah, Infinity I mean, has... I want to say it's called, like, the S-Level or the S-Lounge or whatever it is. It's the Spartan Hangout. It's There's, like, a level of, the of like, a floor, S-Floor or something. I can't remember the name of it. Um, where the Spartans just hang out. You know, there's a bar. There's, like... There's just they just chill. Uh, I think they talk about it a lot in Halo Bad Blood. If you want to go look that up, but anyway, yeah. I'm like, man, what if Spartan Locke just wasn't even? What if he didn't even have all of his armor on, you know? And he beat up these dudes with his helmet off, totally or possible, he yeah. got or he got beat up on Zeta Halo <laughs> by these guys somehow survived and has been like a lone wolf on Zeta Halo all by himself. I think people want to see Commando Locke. I think they. they oh, I would to love see to that. see
0: Commando Commando Locke and uh, uh, Rambo Lasky.
1: yeah yeah, those two together man just slay and banish like crazy (laughs) that would be so cool because lasky has got some confirmed kills uh in some of the cutscenes, you know um but i think those would be really cool so usually we get about two every now and then three books a year from from 343 and so we know what our two books are going to be this year already so now that all this stuff is behind us and halo infinite's been out i think it's time that we uh we get some books on some more survivors and stuff like that from Halo infinite that we yeah. weren't able to get into in the game. And I think Locke would be a really cool one.
0: Well, I think they're in a, they they've set themselves up and I think this was done intentionally. They've set themselves up perfectly to slowly reintroduce like characters that they think the community or the fans would like to see, right? Like they've set themselves up to a position where like, if the whole world was saying they hated Spartan Palmer still to this moment, they could easily just be like yeah she died or if the whole world was saying you know Locke was a badass character I wish we had we hadn't lost him they could say well Locke's out there he's commando lock right we're bringing him back like they can they're in a commando Locke. I want that Locke. to be the
1: title of the book
0: commando <laughs> lock yeah that would be <laughs> be pretty dope um halo hey, guy I'm gonna ask you uh, a final question I gotta wrap up a little early wife needs help with the baby I'm sure you can understand so I'm gonna ask you one final question we'll get out of here we had a solid hour Um, so with all these theories, Halo Infinite comes out, some of them were true, some weren't. I think I pretty much know your answer, but I'm going to ask you and then I'll answer for myself. Um, did Halo Infinite turn out better or worse than what you theorized? And what's, regardless of your answer to that, what's something you like better than a theory you had? And what's something you either like worse or wish had have happened?
1: Um, I think overall I was, I've, like, I've always said, I was really, really satisfied with the story. I think I had some really big like ideas that I would have liked to see. Cause, uh, Halo Infinite doesn't have like uh like a big climax type event Uh, mm-hmm. and not like, and when I say that I'm talking more like a Halo three towards the end where everyone's kind of together yeah. doing a thing or like, even at the end of Halo five, you know, I feel like there's like a big, big, um, Uh, The story in Halo Infinite is really simple, and it's really small. It's Mm -hmm. really contained, and so some of my theories about like a guardian coming and like fighting a guardian,
0: yeah,
1: uh, and all that stuff like those are like big ideas that I wish I could have seen in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I I wish there would have been more like big stuff, action-packed. Because let's be honest, like Halo Five was a was a freaking cool action movie, and it had a lot of like action in it.
0: Oh yeah, Uh, Halo. We've talked about this in the podcast before. Halo Five is the like grandest i'm not talking about quality or anything like that yeah like say favorite. what you
1: will about the game it's that's the grandest fine. halo it is there's there's no question about it whether you don't like it or not it's fine and but the way you just go across the universe in this you're yeah. on meridian so you're, many on, characters, Helios, so many you're places. on genesis you and you you end up fighting the um the last of the storm covenant remnants or whatever on saying Helios and th- like you're in a freaking space elevator that's like falling out of the sky. Oh, yeah. you run down a guardian spine. Yep, like it, the 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 scale of that game is is unmatched. Giving someone who game. hasn't
0: played Halo Five the highlights would make them think, "Holy shit, is this the best Halo game ever? <laughs> is this the best game ever made? Yeah, best Halo yeah. game ever made. Yeah, yeah. absolutely,
1: because the highlights yeah. are anyway. So um. We all know I super love Halo Infinite, and I love the scale of it, just you and the Chief again, because that was one thing everybody hated about Halo 5, was like, I wanted yeah. more Chief time. Um, but we got that in Halo Infinite, but what we didn't get was the epic scale of Halo 5. And so I wish we could have gotten that in some way, okay. uh, but we didn't. Yeah. So yeah, that would be kind of like my final thoughts. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm glad that Halo Infinite turned out the way it did because it's a base like you were just talking about of a lot of really cool stuff in the future that we can that we can build on from there. But that's yeah, that's kind of like my thoughts on what I wish had happened, but we didn't get. But how I feel overall about it.
0: Yeah, no, I'm pretty similar. Um, I think Halo Infinite <clears throat> is the game we needed because it it leveled the playing field and and put us on a very solid foundation to tell like Halo Infinite it. It sounds bad to not say it doesn't take risks, but it doesn't take too many risks to the point where you can play Halo Infinite, really enjoy it, really love it, see all the potential and all the plot threads that are there to pick up and just be happy with it. And just now whoever picks up the reins and whoever, whenever the next title comes out, they can really reevaluate and say, hey, we got a great base here. We've really got a a game that pleases fans for the most part, obviously not everyone. What do we do and carefully systematically take it forward? So I think this is the game that we needed. Um, ultimately, as a whole, Halo Infinite exceeded my expectations of what I wanted. Like I liked the game better than what I had I hoped for. So that's that's a collective win. Um, I think for as far something in the game that surprised me was how good the first two missions were of this game because I pictured that Halo Infinite was mostly going to be what we got past those two levels, right? Like, I just thought it was, you know, you're on Zeta, and you're on Zeta the whole game, and you're doing the stuff, and that's that. And that is what most of the game is, and that's what I wanted, you know, once they announced it. But we got these first two missions also, which were such a great start to the game, and such such amazing levels. Uh, The first mission, to me... Removing nostalgia, I think it might be the first, the best first mission in the series. I love Halo Infinite's first mission. So that was a surprise for me. A, a negative, if I had to pick a negative, is I did think, I did think we'd visit one significantly different biome. And I, I hate to use the word biome because it's become so memeable now in the Halo community. Like everyone complains about the biomes, but like I didn't even think of it as like obviously this is the same definition as a biome, but like I didn't even think of it as biome. I just thought, Oh, there's going to be one part where we got to go do something and the, the area will be like desert like or there'll be snow or there'll be uh, it'll be constantly pouring rain with puddles and everything, um, something like that. And it just there was never a moment like that, which in hindsight, now that I've played it so much, I don't really care because I just like what's there. Um, but just knowing what, especially after seeing multiplayer maps, you know, we covered that in the last episode, like, oh, man, how cool this could be. And then to maybe uh, ape off of what Halo guy said a little bit, like. I think I thought there might be like a closing moment that was like this huge bombastic moment. Like, you know, Oh, the flood are released or the harbinger is actually this. And it's some deep lore thing that you're like, oh, but
1: yeah, they I didn't agree. do
0: that. And I, once again, I think that was smarter. And then we did kind of get that with Atriox being alive in the whole like medicant bias angle. But, uh, that's, that's basically it for me. Halo hey, guy, uh, let me, you, you want to give closing thoughts for yourself and then uh, we'll get out of here.
1: Um, yeah like always I just super appreciate the opportunity to, to jump on on the show with you guys and, and, and help out and talk Halo lore. I could I could do this for hours yeah. and days on end. Um, but if you guys are interested in kind of reaching out to me and, and seeing what I do, um, I'm pretty active on Twitter you can find me at Halo Guy YouTube. And then if you want to watch some more in-depth like lore videos and just kind of where I think Halo is going, um, you can find me on at Halo Guy if you just search at Halo Guy on, on YouTube. Uh, my whole thing is I like to talk about the future of Halo and I like to talk about where I think things are going and uh, where things are. And that's kind of where I dwell when it comes to Halo. So if you're interested in yeah. kind of you know looking forward, that, that's kind of where I'm at.
0: If you're interested in Halo for the content, for the for the game itself, for the lore, for the multiplayer, for just the game itself, and not the politics outside of it and what's going on behind the scenes, Halo Guy is a good place to go. Um, yeah, guys, uh, we really enjoy having Halo Guy on here. Uh, Josh said he will be back for sure next week. I think we're gonna talk. We might change our mind. But I think we're gonna talk about midnight launches and experiences with midnight launches. That'll be cool. Um, but we've really appreciated having Halo Guy here. Obviously, we'll still have him again it has been awesome. Uh, if you want to follow me, I'm at Brian's Bane on Twitter. Josh is at Jedi Knight Joshy. Uh, you can follow Sacred Icon at Sacred Icon Pod. If you guys want to give monetarily, uh, the Patreon is patreon.com slash sacred icon. Uh, we'd love your support there. If not, that's cool. Thank you for listening. Uh, leave an iTunes review. Come join the Discord. We'd love to have you. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know we could have went on longer about more theories, but this is what we got in the time we had, and I really appreciate uh, Halo guy bringing those. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we, We love you. We appreciate you. And as always, keep it sacred.